During the last week, I attended the clergy assembly for the Diocese of Armadale. We had some very interesting speakers, and one presentation was upon evangelization. And the speaker told us that in each of the last five years, according to the Australian census data, 20,000 Catholics stopped calling themselves Catholic and no longer come along to Mass on Sunday. That's a startling statistic, isn't it? That makes for 100,000 who have stopped being Catholic since the census before that. I know there are many reasons that might be given, and too many, to even begin to speak about. What it shows, though, is that membership of the Church and mass attendance are in decline. Well, to be honest, we've known that for some time, haven't we? But this is hard data, so to speak. So my question that I pose to you today is, what keeps you coming along to Mass? And following on from that, what are the things that mark you out as Catholic? What are the identity markers for you as a Catholic? As we look at the event of the Transfiguration, which is the Gospel reading for this second Sunday of Lent, we find that some aspects of this most important revelation of Christ to three of the Apostles may help us to answer these questions. One of the aspects that we see in the Transfiguration of Jesus is that of human friendship. Jesus ardently desired to enter into deep friendship with those men that he chose, and especially with Peter, James and John. These three shared some of the most intimate moments of his life. So he asked them to accompany him as he ascended the Mount of the Transfiguration. This was a personal and a secret experience for Peter, James and John. Our Lord allowed them access to his full and complete identity, not only what his glory as God was like, but also his unique place in the history of salvation. The other nine apostles were not given this privilege but they were equally called to the character and work of being an apostle. God desires for every person on earth to come to know the truth and come to salvation. Christ calls each person to a way of living one's life and to a particular work to do for him. Christ wants each of us to be his disciple, and an intentional one at that. To be a disciple of the Lord is meant to be the foundation of one's life, not an add-on or an optional extra. A disciple knows and loves Christ, and wants to bring others to know and love him too. Christ wants to draw you into friendship with him. 
I presume that this is one of the reasons why you keep coming along to Mass. You have had a personal experience of the person of Christ, as all the apostles had in the friendship that Christ drew them into as they spent the years together. You have also become someone who loves Jesus Christ. As well, Christ wants to deepen that relationship that he has given you of being his disciple, of being his friend, just like he did for Peter, James and John. Christ wants to show you more than you think you know about him, just like he did in unveiling his splendour before Peter, James and John. Is it a desire for a deeper relationship with Jesus that keeps you coming along to Mass? Knowing Christ more, and then his drawings someone deeper into his friendship, certainly would prevent anyone from walking away and no longer calling themselves Catholic. Isn't it a tragedy that so many have not had that first friendship with Christ and been able to deepen it. I don't seek to explain or defend or approve of what led those 100,000 to walk away, but it is impossible to overlook that they have done it. That makes us sad, I am sure but it should also prompt us to want to do what we can to stem the flow. Can you prepare in your mind what you might say if someone asks you why you are Catholic? To have an answer ready when such a question is asked may provide for the one who asks the question a needed invitation to come and learn what it is that keeps you coming to Mass. What might protect us from joining that exodus from the Church? A sure preventative is the abiding presence of Christ in the Blessed Sacrament. He waits there, often forgotten and overlooked, waiting to welcome those who will give him their time and attention as true friends do. His glory as seen by the three apostles is present in every tabernacle. It is veiled, yes, but for our benefit, not for his. We would be overwhelmed, as Peter and James and John were, if Christ's glory, full glory, was visible to our eyes. Just as he did to those three, these three apostles who were close to his heart, so he will draw us deeper into friendship with him when we spend time before him in the tabernacle and in the monstrance at Eucharistic Adoration. Now we all know that not every Catholic church is open every, every day, but if the church that is near you is, open at least during the daylight hours, then give Christ the gift of your presence, your attention and your time. That would be a worthy and beneficial practice 
to revive in your life during Lent. And even if the church is locked, could you stop and spend a few minutes outside the front door worshipping Christ present in the Blessed Sacrament? Also, you could acknowledge his presence as you drive past or walk past the church by making the sign of the cross in a brief act of adoration. Even if all of that is not possible, in your mind you can always go to his presence in the tabernacle and offer him from a distance the gift of your attention and love, even though only briefly. Christ always repays those who come to him with love and devotion. I finish with the words from St. Paul. So then, brethren and dear friends, do not give way, but remain faithful to the Lord. Laudato Jesus Christus.